Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We are in the Acts the Acts of the Holy Spirit. We're in the second chapter now. And so I literally want to read one verse today, and then I want to jump to an Old Testament passage and read an extended Old Testament passage. And I know it's a little harder to, uh, you know, something like this to listen to somebody read something, but I think it's so important to be reminded something. Listen to what Acts chapter 2, verse 1 says. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And remember, we've just seen the apostles. We've seen other disciples. We've seen men and women. They're all together in the upper room. There's 120 of them or so. Uh, they, they have just, uh, the disciples, the apostles had just uh, set aside Matthias to be the 12th. Okay? So now it's the day of Pentecost. Well, what, what does that mean, the day of Pentecost? And I mentioned this, and I've actually done a whole series on the podcast here uh, related to the Feast of the Lord. And so you can find that or if you need it, just drop me a note and I'll tell you where it is. Uh, Leviticus 23 talks about this. And it is so, so important to understand these feasts of the Lord in relationship to the new covenant. Uh, I'm, I'm just constantly amazed at the laziness and the slothfulness of supposed biblical teachers and preachers who simply will not sit down and read this and pay attention to what's being said and apply it to the New Testament where you can see what's going on. I mean, it's very clear what's said. And yet we choose to go our own way and to celebrate our own little days and to do all these things which we say, oh, this is the way that God told them to do it, and this is what they used to do, and this is what we're supposed to do, and it's simply not true. Okay? So listen to what Leviticus 23 says. I'm going to read it quickly, so hang on. Verse 1. The Lord spoke again to Moses, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel and say to them, The Lord's appointed times, which you shall proclaim as holy convocations, my appointed times are these. So these are the Lord's appointed time. You know, quite often you'll hear them referred to as the Feast of Israel, but they're really the Feast of the Lord. And they're holy convocations, and they're appointed times. And it actually starts with one that's not one of the seven. Verse 3 says this, For six days work may be done, but on the seventh day there's a Sabbath of complete rest, a holy convocation. You shall not do any work. It is a Sabbath to the Lord in all your dwellings. So he starts off with mentioning the weekly Sabbath. Now, he'd already told him about that in Exodus 12, the, the weekly Sabbath, but he reiterates it here. Okay. Now, verse 4, Leviticus 23. These are the appointed times of the Lord, holy convocations which you shall proclaim at the times appointed for them. In the first month, on the 14th day of the month, at twilight, is the Lord's Passover. So it's the 14th day of the month. The month is um, Abib and the sun. Both names are appropriate. Uh, the 14th day. That's all he says at this moment. Okay, there's other places that give us more insight. A little bit later, he'll say something about it. But then he says this in the sixth verse. Then on the 15th day of the same month, there is the feast of unleavened bread to the Lord. For seven days you shall eat unleavened bread. On the first day, you shall have a holy convocation. You shall not do any laborious work. So that means there was no labor to be done on that 15th day in the sun. But for seven days you shall present an offering by fire to the Lord. On the seventh day is a holy convocation. 
you shall do no laborious work on that day. So the 14th day of the sign is actually the day when Jesus was killed as the Passover lamb. <laughs> they sat down to eat the Passover meal. It became the 15th day. It's a high holy day. That's the reason they needed to get Jesus off the cross, not because of the weekly Sabbath, but because of the Sabbath, the holy convocation of the 15th day, the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread. Then verse 9, Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel and say to them, When you enter the land which I am going to give you and reap his harvest, then you shall bring in the sheaf of the first fruits of your harvest to the priest. Now notice when that was to be. It was when they entered in the land. When they were in the wilderness, they didn't celebrate this feast. They celebrated after they entered the land, and they reaped the harvest, and it's called the Feast of First Fruits. Verse 11, The priest shall wave the sheaf before the Lord for you to be accepted. On the day after the Sabbath, the priest shall wave it. And when you look at all this stuff put together in, in the Old Testament, you find that, that this is on the day after the weekly Sabbath, which in the week that Jesus was killed was on the 18th. It's actually speaking to the first day of the week. Verse 12. Now on the day when you wave the sheaf, you shall offer a male lamb, one year old, without defect, for a burnt offering to the Lord. Its grain offering shall then be two-tenths of an ephah of fine flour mixed with oil, an offering by fire to the Lord for a soothing aroma, with its drink offering and a fourth of a hind of wine. Until this same day, until you have brought in the offering of your God, you shall eat neither bread, nor roasted grain, nor new growth. It is to be a perpetual statue throughout your generations to all your dwelling places. Now, verse 15, listen carefully. You shall also count for yourself from the day after the Sabbath, that was just mentioned there for the Feast of first fruits, from the day when you brought in the sheaf of the wave offering, that's first fruits, there shall be seven complete Sabbaths. So they were to count from uh, that day after the Sabbath, they were to count seven complete Sabbaths. Then verse 16, you shall count 50 days to the day after the seventh Sabbath. Then you shall present a new grain offering to the Lord. That became known as the Feast of Pentecost. 50 days, Penta, okay? Pentecost. So that's the reason I'm saying that the disciples and all the Jewish people knew something was going to happen because the Pentecost is coming. Jesus was there 40 days, and he says, Y'all tarry in Jerusalem until you receive power from on high. Pentecost is going to be 10 days later. They were probably wondering, I wonder if something's going to happen on that day. Pentecost was associated uh, as being the day that Moses received the law also. So verse 17, Leviticus 23. You shall bring in your dwelling places two loaves of bread for a wave offering made of two tenths of an ephah. They shall be a fine flour baked with leaven as first fruits of the Lord. Let me just say here parenthetically, the feast of first fruits, the priest waved one, okay, one loaf. Here on this day, he's waving two. Why two loaves of bread? It's a picture of the Jew and the Gentile together as the body of Christ. Now, verse 18, there's a bunch of things like this that I don't have time for right now. Along with the bread, you shall present seven one-year-old male lambs without defect and a bull of the herd and two rams. They are to be a burnt offering to the Lord with a grain offering and their drink offerings, an offering by fire of a soothing aroma to the Lord. You shall also offer one male goat for a sin offering and two male lambs, one year old for a sacrifice of peace offerings. The priest shall then wave them with the bread of the first fruits of a wave offering with two lambs before the Lord. They are to be holy to the Lord for the priest. Verse 21, on this same day, 
you shall make a proclamation as well. You are to have a holy convocation. You shall do no laborious work. It is to be a perpetual statue in all your dwelling places throughout your generations. When you reap the harvest of your land, moreover, you shall not reap to the very corners of your field, nor gather the gleaning of your harvest. You are to leave them for the needy and alien. I am the Lord your God. So that's Leviticus 23, verses 1 through uh, 23, where he tells them about these first four feasts. They're often referred to as the spring feasts because they take place in the spring. Those four feasts were fulfilled by the Lord Jesus Christ when he came the first time. The Feast of Pentecost is about to be fulfilled in what we see in Acts 2. The three remaining feasts, the fall feast, are going to be fulfilled when he returns again. Folks, we need to know the fullness and the totality of the Word of God if you're really going to understand what's going on, okay? It's amazing stuff. It really is. Well, again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time and your patience. I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.